The season of ordinary time is the longest season in the church calendar. Ano yung Advent, we only have four Sundays of that. Yung Christmas, 12 days lang. And all the other seasons are short, but the longest of all the seasons in the church calendar is the ordinary time. And I believe that the reason for this, bakit ang haba ng ordinary time, because I believe the church, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, made it in such a way that we will have enough time to apply everything that we have learned from the beginning of the year. Advent, we learned about faith, hope, love, and joy, waiting on God. In Christmas, we learned that God is with us, okay? And all the other seasons, every season will bring a lesson to us. Ganyan ang kagandahan ng sacramental and liturgical church. Hindi tayo nakaupo lang at nag-aaral with our mind. But we learn by participating in the celebration of the church. Amen? We learn to value life not because we sit down and listen to a lecture. We value life because we celebrate life. Every Sunday, yung pagtitipo natin is a celebration of life. That's why we know the value of life, not because we learned it in our head. We learned it through our whole being. Okay? Kaya yung mga lessons natin from Advent, Christmas, Epiphany, every season brings a truth to us. Amen? And the church gives us a long season because in ordinary time, ang focus natin is the application of those truths. Sabi nga ni Jesus Christ, you will be blessed if you do them. Okay? The blessing of God comes into our life once we know the truth and we walk in the truth. Okay? Kaya yung emphasis ng ordinary time is to establish us in our faith. Amen? The purpose of ordinary time, bakit ang haba ng ordinary time? So we will have time enough to really seek to apply the principles of God in our life. Sabi nga ni Father Nonoy, sabi niya, let us not just be hearers of the word. Ang dami ng tinuro si Bishop Ricardo sa atin. We have learned so many uh, things from our bishop. Our bishop is a very good teacher. Pero ang problema lang, how come yung buhay natin hindi nagbabago? Sabi nga ni Father Nonoy minsan, it's so frustrating dahil parang ang dami da sa tagal-tagal mo na sa simbahan, sa dami mo nang narinig, ganun pa rin ang buhay mo. Ang problema mo, ganun pa rin. Paikot-ikot lang yung problema mo, hindi ka nagkakaroon ng breakthrough sa problema mo. We should be overcoming our problems now. We should be victorious in our life now. We should be strong already as a people, not swayed by our emotions. One of the things that are destroying the lives of God's people today are emotions. Okay? Poot, galit, tampo. And people walk away from their calling. People walk away from their commitments dahil sa sama ng loob. Do not allow your emotions to get the best of you. Ninanakaw yung calling mo dahil sa you're called to 
prosper in God. You're called to be healed in Jesus. But sometimes may mga sama ng loob, galit, you know, that emotion destroys our commitment. We should not allow that. That's why we have to stand firm in our convictions. I remember in Liberty Day, sinasabi natin, I am not moved by what I see. I am not moved by what I hear. I am not moved by what I feel. I'm only moved by the Word of God. That is how we should live as a people. We do not live by sight. We live by faith. We do not live by feelings. You know? Feelings has nothing to do with my relationship with God. Yes, sometimes may mga feelings. You know, may mga emote, emote tayo. But that is how, not how we walk with God. We walk by, with God with faith. Amen? I may not feel good today. I may not feel like coming to church today. But I am here today because that is my commitment to God. Amen? That's how we should live as God's people. That's why we need to be established in our Christian life. We have been walking with the Lord for years and years now. Ilang taon na tayo naglalakad, nagji-journey on a pilgrimage with Christ. And by this time, we should be strong already. Sabi nga ni Lord, sabi niya, you should be already teachers of the Word. All of you, not infants. Hindi na kayo mga batang musmos. A, a child who refused to grow, a child who refused to become mature, Pag may nakita kang tao na 40 anyos na, parang bata pa rin ng ugali, hindi na tao yan, bonjing ng tawag natin dyan. Ang daming mga Christians ngayon, bonjing Christians. Okay? God has prepared us for the last days. Amen? And I don't believe in the last days, bonjing Christians will survive. Amen? We have to take our stand as God's sons and daughters. Yes, we are children of God. We started as infants in the Lord, but we have to grow. Amen? We have to become sons and daughters of the kingdom. And the only way to do that is for us to be established. We have to stand firm in our convictions. We have to stand firm in our commitments. We have to stand firm firm in our faith in what we believe in God. Paniningdigan natin yan. And the more we stand firm on these things, the more we become established in our Christian life. We are not Christians tossed to and fro by the waves of circumstances around us. Hindi tayo pinapalo ng mga circumstansya. We are not little boats in an ocean being swept away by the tides and the currents of the ocean. No, we are a mountain in the midst of an ocean. We are a mountain, immovable, just like our God. Nothing can move our God. No problem, no circumstance, no economic crisis can move our God. And as God's people, those who know their God, they are going to be strong like their God. We have to be immovable. Amen? We have to be strong. And we have to learn to stand firm. That's why ordinary time is about learning to stand firm. Ang haba ng ordinary time. Because I believe the Holy Spirit would give us ample time, enough time for us to digest 
to think of the things we have learned not only a few months ago, the things we have learned since the beginning of our Christian life. Tandaan natin yon. Take those things. It was so beautiful yesterday when I was looking at our exhibit reminding us of our history. That is 40 years in the making. Reminding us of where we came from as a people. What have we learned as a people? Amen? We are not running for new revelations. We are not here to learn new teachings. We are here to get the old teachings we have learned and make them new every day in our life. How? By applying them. Applying our hearts, applying our lives to the Word of God so that we become established, strong as a people, able to do what God would want us to do in our time. You know, St. Michael's, there was a prophecy my prophecies atin that mission work is going to come out from our church. Amen? We are going to be sending forth missionaries out of this church. Now, iniisip ko yan, that's so impossible. Number one, mission work is so expensive. Mission works requires a lot of commitment. Alam mo, pag nag-mission tayo, you do not retreat and you do not back out from a commitment. Mas mabuti pang wag ka nang pumunta on a mission kung aatras ka lang naman. Many missionaries, they go out on the mission field, they die in the mission field. They know that. But they never retreated from where God has brought them. Ganyan ang attitude natin. But if we are not established in our Christian life, we cannot do what God has designed us to do. Amen? That's why ordinary time is an important season in the calendar where we get the things we have learned from the beginning and begin to digest them, think of them, and apply ourselves. Let us not just be hearers. Ang challenge ni Father Nonoy sa atin last week. Don't just be hearers of the word because it will not change your life if you just hear. Amen? Yes, faith comes from hearing, but faith without action is, it's dead. It's not faith at all. It's nothing. I do not know what it is. Sabi nga nila, some people say, I have faith without action. Sabi nga ni St. James, no? I will show you my faith by my actions. Okay? There is something in us that prods us to apply the Word of God. Don't be, don't be satisfied na nakaupo lang tayo and listening to God. Let us begin to be challenged in our life to really put the Word of God into our life. Amen? Sabi nga ni Bishop Dick, hindi ko makalimutan sa kanya, when you read the Word of God, when you hear the Word of God, anong sabi niya? Own it. Kunin mo and begin to own the Word of God. Amen? It's not just teaching ni Bishop. Hindi yan teaching ni Father John. Akin yan. Buhay ko yan. Pag ganyan ang attitude natin sa salita ng Diyos, that Word will transform our life. From a weakling, we become very strong as a people. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Now, in our Gospel today, 
there are two things that I see here. I will divide our gospel today into two parts. The first part is teaching us that we are to stand firm as a people. Okay? And to do that, number one, we should not be afraid. Okay? Number two, how do we stand firm? Be prepared. Dalawang bagay lang. There are many things in scriptures that you can learn. But today, this too stands out in our lessons. Hindi naman tinuturo ni Lord lahat-lahat sa isang upuan. Sometimes He gives us bits and pieces so we can digest them properly. For us to be able to stand firm in our life, especially today, nakapalibot tayo with countries already preparing for war. Alam nyo ba yan? Ang daming nations ngayon, ang daming countries ngayon naghahanda na para sa gera. And the World Health Organization today is announcing meron na namang bagong cases ng COVID. It's a new variant again. Ang sabi nga nila, sana matapos na yan. Sana nga. E paano pag hindi natapos? Hindi na tayo mabubuhay? Hindi. We have survived two years of pandemic. Nag-survive ako. Nag-survive ikaw. We all survived a two-year pandemic. Thousands and thousands of people died all over the world. We survived. There must be a purpose for your life. Amen? Now we are going through an economic crisis. Ang sabi nila, ito hindi to Pilipinas lang. There is going to be a world economic crisis. Okay? Mahirap na nga yung Pilipinas. Eh. Maghihirap pa yung buong mundo. Kasama na tayo doon. And as a people, we need to now take our stand because no matter what happens in the world, in the end, it's always God. Remember that. Amen? From Him, through Him, to Him are all things. Amen? I don't care what happens in the world. I don't care what happens tomorrow. I don't care what happens next year. I know everything will come back to God. Babalik at babalik sa Diyos. Mas mabuti pa ngayon pa lang, yung isip at yung pananaw natin sa buhay ay nasa Kanya na kaagad. Amen? We have to stand firm. After the things we are facing now, Families have lost a father. May mga pamilya na wala ng tatay, na wala ng nanay. We lost a brother. We lost a sister. You know, we lost so many things. We lost a business. There are many people today who have lost their lives, their businesses, their families. So many things. Ang daming nawala sa buhay nila. And if we are not careful, we can be swept away by these things. Kaya merong mga tao ngayon binabaril na lang yung sarili nila. They just commit suicide. Mas gusto pa nila yung impyerno kaysa mga nangyayari sa buhay nila ngayon. Can you imagine that? How stupid is that? Mas gusto pa nilang iwanan ang Diyos kaysa sumunod sa Kanya. There are people leaving the church today. Hindi ko maisip, bakit nag-aalisan kayo sa simbahan? Mas kailangan natin ng Diyos ngayon. Bakit kayo umaalis sa church? Okay? Why? 
Why are we going through these things? Because we are not standing firm in our Christian life. Parang naglalaro tayo when it comes to our Christian life. The Christian life is a serious life. It's a life that is lived out by choice and deliberately. Ginahungod aron. Rubuhay kristyano, hindi yan chance lang naging kristyano ka. Ginahungod animo ron. Mauron man doon sa mga naila nga maging prosperous. What? Ah? It doesn't happen by chance. You really have to work hard if you want to prosper. If you want your family to be happy, you have to work on it. Ginahungod aron hag may effort aron. Amen. Mauron man sa aton nga Christian life. We cannot be strong as Christians unless we deliberately choose to be strong. So in our gospel today, Jesus starts today with these words. Do not be afraid, little flock. Do not be afraid. I'm reading from the NIV version of the Bible. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. First thing we have to learn if we're going to be established in our Christian life, if we are going to learn to stand firm, do not be afraid. Amen? Tell the person beside you, do not be afraid. Many Christians today live out their life in fear. Marami nagpupunta sa church dahil natatakot. I always tell people, you know, okay yan, pumunta ka sa church dahil natatakot ka sa buhay mo, natatakot ka sa pandemic, you go to church. Kaya nung pandemic, nung nagbukas ng konting, daming pumunta sa church, daming pumunta sa simbahan. Eh ngayon, wala na silang takot eh. Pag nawala yung takot, wala namang pupunta sa simbahan ulit. We come to church not because we are afraid of what's happening in our life. We come to church, number one, because we love God. Amen? Whether I am threatened or not, I come here just because I love God. Yun ang motivation natin. Do not allow fear to control your life. Nagdadasal ako kasi, Father, hinahabol ako ng naniningil ng utang ko, mag-pray muna ako. Natatakot ka doon sa nagsisingil sa'yo, kaya magpipray ka. Okay? Our life, if we are not careful, we are motivated by fear. Kumikilos tayo, nabubuhay tayo sa araw-araw dahil sa takot. And that is not a good way to live. I tell you, I have experienced that in my life. For many years, I lived in fear. I fear for my family. I fear for my children that I cannot provide for them. So every day ang buhay ko gumugulong dahil sa takot. And this is the first thing that Jesus said, do not be afraid. St. Michael's Church, we're going to do mission work. Ito mga sinasabi ko sa mga Bible teachers. Sino mga teachers dito sa outreach? Nagba-Bible study. Who are the teachers? Don't, don't be ashamed. Raise your hand. Sino mga teachers dito sa outreach? Bakit kayo nahihiya? 
hindi nakakahiya yung trabaho na yan. Who are the teachers here sa Bible studies? Raise your hand so everyone can see. Okay. If you're a Bible teacher and you are handling an outreach, do not be afraid. Amen? Meron tayong isang outreach na pinuntahan ng polis. Ang sabi ng polis, bawal na kayo mag-Bible study dito. I don't know what happened. A policeman came, sabi niya, from now on, walang Bible study sa lugar na to. Bawal. So, takot na tayo. Anong gagawin natin? Ito? Eh, ba't tayo matatakot? Illegal ba yan? Kumuha tayo ng permit sa mayor. I'll talk to the mayor. We'll talk to the barangay captain. Get a permit because it is our right to assemble together. Hindi mo nga mapiligilan yung mga namimili sa market, nagtitipon-tipon yan. Eh bakit yung Bible study? Pahintuin. We should not be afraid. Amen? We should not be afraid. May mga Bible teachers tayo na umuwi gabi na. They go home at 9 o'clock. Walang masasakyan. And I, I really admire their courage because kinikwento nila sa akin, Father, ang dilim-dilim na, nagpipray lang ako. That's courage. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Yan ang first na message ni Lord. And how, how do we do that? How can we not be afraid? Father, meron akong konting kabia. Okay lang yung konting kaba. Minsan, ako rin, kinakabahan din. But we will not allow our fears, we will not allow them to take control of my life, my business, my ministry, my family. I will not allow my fears to take control of them. Amen? Why? And how will we control, how will we take over our fears? Why? Because we love. Perfect love, sabi sa Bible, drives. Drives? How many fears? All fears. A person who now loves does not fear anymore. Kaya itong sinabi dito ni Jesus, Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is my Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. What is He telling us? Why are you going to be afraid when the Father loves you so much? Amen? He's giving you the kingdom of God. Wala talagang insecurity ang Diyos natin. Ibibigay niya yung buong kaharian niya. He gives it to you. Amen? Ano yan? Binubola tayo ng Diyos? It's just God playing with us? No, that's true. Why? How did... How will I know that God is going to give me all the kingdom of God? He's going to give me all the resources of that kingdom. How will I know that? You look at the cross. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. If He can give you His own begotten Son, can He not give you His kingdom? Pwede niya ibigay sa yung anak niya. The only person that God values so much in his life is his begotten son. Pero nung kinailangan natin si Jesus, hindi niya ipinagkait sa atin yan. Binigay niya. Bakit? Dahil tayo ay mahal na mahal ng Diyos. To be able to walk in life with no fear, not afraid, 
we have to be established in the truth that God loves you. It's not just a teaching. You've got to experience the love of God. You've got to encounter the love of God every day in your life until you realize that God loves you. And how will you do that? Etong sinabi ni Jesus. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. How will I encounter God and His love for me? Well, you give love first. Amen? Magmahal ka. Pag nagmahal ka, masasaktan ka. Diba? Yung ayaw masaktan, wag na magmahal. Don't love if you are not willing to get hurt. How many of you have been hurt in the past by someone you love? How many of you are still hurting today? Okay? That's good. Because if you hurt, it's because you love. Si Jesus nung pinako sa cross, hindi nakatawa yan. Amen? Jesus did not die on the cross laughing and enjoying himself, no? When he was on the cross, he was crying in pain because he loved. And he loved us to the very end. Amen? Why am I saying this? Because when we begin to love, that is where we're going to experience the love of God for us. Kung nasaktan ka, Dahil nagmahal ka, dyan mo maintindihan kung ano ang sakit ng Diyos nung nagmahal siya sa atin. Now I begin to understand God. Lord, ganito pala kasakit akong mahalin. This is the pain that I have caused you because you love me. Now I know. Now I understand. Why? Because now I'm experiencing the same pain with certain people that I am loving. Amen? If you are not going to do that and walk in love, receiving love and walking in love, you will never, never live your life free from fear. Because perfect love alone can drive away all your worries, your anxieties, all your fears. They are driven away once you have the love of Christ in you. Kaya sabi niya, do not fear. Now sell your possessions, give to the poor. Magbigay ka. Okay? What else did he say? Uh, provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. When you start giving, when you start sharing your life to other people, you know what happens? You will not just understand God's love for you. What will happen next is that we begin to treasure God. Amen? Masyado natin mahal yung mga treasures na binigay ng Diyos. Amen? And we forget to treasure the one who gives us the treasure. We love the blessing. Amen? 
but we forget the blessor. Okay? Nakakalimutan natin ang Diyos na nagbigay ng blessing yan. I, I love the things God give me. Today, I'm so happy. I'm very happy because He gave me something today which I've asked Him for how many months ngayon lang ibigay sa akin. I'm so happy. That's why I'm here in church so that I will remember Him. Amen? Wag yung blessing. Wag yung blessing. Yung nag-bless. Yun ang isipin natin palagi. Yun ang mahalin mo. Okay? Wag mo mahalin ang pera na binigay ng Diyos. Bakit? Ay, yung pera hindi nagmamahal yan eh. Nagmamahal lang yung bilihin. Money cannot love you back. Any material thing that God has given you, it cannot love you back. That's why set your heart on God. How do you do that? Well, use the blessing to be a blessing. Give, share. So that you get to know God more. May scripture tayo sinasabi natin, God loves a... Okay. Malakas. God loves a... Okay. Palagi natin sinasabi yan pag may offering. Okay? Pag narinig natin, God loves a cheerful giver, offering na. Handa na natin pera natin, offering na. But you know that word, God loves a cheerful giver. Alam nyo anong ibig sabihin yan? Alam nyo ibig sabihin yan? Well, sabi nila, pag nagbigay ka daw sa Diyos, natutuwa ang Diyos dahil nagbigay ka rin. Okay? So let's give back to God para maging happy si Lord sa mga binibigay natin. Okay? God is pleased because we're able to give Him. Remember this, whether you give back or not, God is already pleased in giving you. Ang Diyos ay natutuwa nalulugod talaga na siya ay nakipagbigay sa'yo without expecting anything in return. Whether you give back or not, God is already happy. Why? Because that is who He is. He loves, therefore He enjoys, it is His pleasure to give. Because love is all about giving. God, because He is love, God is never a taker. Amen? Huwag yung kalimutan yan. God is not a taker. He does not take from you dahil may kailangan siya sa'yo. No, no. God is a giver. The essence of love is giving. So why does God love a cheerful giver? Because a cheerful giver is not someone na may matatanggap ang Diyos sa Kanya. Why is God so pleased with a cheerful giver? Because the cheerful giver has become like God already. Ang ugali mo, ugali na ng Diyos. When you start giving, when you start sharing cheerfully and joyfully, God is pleased. Why? Because you are now becoming like God. Like Father, like? Like Father, like? Son and Daughter. That's why God is so pleased when we start giving and cheerfully giving because this child now has become like his father who loves to give and who loves to share. 
God does not expect anything in return sa mga binigay niya sa atin. But when we become like God and start sharing, it pleases God so much. Why? Because the image of Christ is now seen in your life. The Father loves the Son. And wherever He sees the Son manifested, a Father loves. That's how we start to stand firm. Do not be afraid. Start loving. Start with the knowledge that God loves you. Then start sharing. Start doing. Start giving. Give your time to others. Give your, your talents to other people. You know, one time I went to the hospital. I was praying for someone who is sick. May sakit yung tao. Ginawa ko na lahat ng prayer. Charismatic, apostolic, orthodox, catholic. Lahat ng prayer ginawa ko na. Nagrosaryo na nga ako sa tabi niya eh. Okay? But that person was still in pain. Masakit pa rin yung yung nararamdaman niya. And, you know, I wanted to, kung pwede lang, sabi ko nga eh, magpalit muna tayo kahit sandali lang, kunin ko yung sakit mo. And sabi ni Bishop Dick sa akin palagi, huwag mong gawin yan, kasi hindi mo kayang kunin yan. Si Jesus lang kumuka ng sakit. Hindi tayo. So I, I wanted to give more. I prayed already. I did my best. Pero yung tao umiiyak pa rin sa sakit. Wala na akong maisip. I have nothing to give anymore. You know what I did? I held that person's hand and I started singing with my bathroom voice. Kinantahan ko na lang siya, sabi ko, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not in your own understanding. So, kumanta lang ako ng kumanta hanggat nakatulog siya. I have nothing to give anymore. I have one talent. It's not a good one, but it's still a talent. I can sing. Pwede akong kumanta at umulan sa mga lugar na nangangailangan ng ulan. I will go there, kakanta ako, uulan yan. Magkakaroon ng ulan. You see, that's a talent you can share. Ikong? One thing that you can share with other people. Ito, hindi kailangan ng talent. Hindi kailangan ng zero. Zero talent ito. This is one thing you can share with people. Hindi kailangan ng talent. Presence. Presence. Nandun ka lang. You're just there. There were times in my life I was so down and out. May mga beses na ayoko makinig ng advice, ayoko makinig ng leksyon. And one day, the bishop will just come to me. Pupunta yung bishop natin. Nandun lang. Nandun lang siya sa tabi ko. He will sit down, get his book, and just read sa tabi ko. Habang nagmumukmuk, habang nalulungkot ako sa buhay ko, nandun lang siya sa tabi ko. He'll get his book, nakaupo lang siya. His presence brings so much comfort in my life. Amen? Can you do that to others? Can you spare time? Just to be with them. Spare time. Start loving others. Apply the scriptures. Love one another. Apply natin yan. That will make you firm in your Christian life. It will make you stand firm. So do not be afraid.
Secondly, and finally, itong sinabi sa second part, be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning like men waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. I tell you the truth, he will dress himself to serve and will have them recline at the table and will come and wait on them. The greatest honor a servant can get is when his master honors him. Amen? When his master will serve him. Pinakamalaking dangal. Sa ilonggo pa mo na pinakadangog, dako nga dungog sang tawo. Ngang imo nga agalon mismo ang nagapangalagad sa imo. That's the greatest honor. And the second thing we have to be doing in our life, we have to be prepared all the time. Prepare yourself every day. Prepare yourself to be of service to others. Amen? Prepare yourselves because every day is an opportunity for you to serve Christ in other people. Hindi ako siningil ng Diyos sa mga kasalanan ko. Hindi niya ako siningil sa mga binayaran niya dahil sa kasalanan ko. He did not charge me with it. But every time a person comes to me needing my help, I always say, may utang ako sa Diyos, dapat kong bayaran. I'm not paying back, I am paying forward. Amen? And that is how we should live every day. Prepared, prepared, be ready. Etong sinabi niya ni Jesus, be ready for service and keep your lamps burning. Anong ibig sabihin yan? Keep your faith alive and burning every day. Why? Because you cannot consistently serve God kung mahina yung faith mo. Maraming mga tao nag-umpisa serving the Lord. They serve God. Makikita mo yung service nila kay Lord. Ang galing talaga ng service nila. But in the end, you know, they started to waver. Ano ba naghina yung service? Bakit humina yan? Humina kasi yung pananampalataya. Amen? For you to be consistently serving God in other people, you need to keep your faith burning all the time. Feed your faith. Kaya, anong sinasabi dito sa misa natin? Kinakantangan natin to eh. Pagkatapos natin ng prayer sa Eucharist, sasabi ng pare, And now together, let us proclaim the mystery of faith. What is the mystery of faith? Anong mysterious ang aton nga pagtuo? Si Kristo na matay, si Kristo na banhaw, si Kristo magakariliwat. Christ will come again. Put your faith in that. Your Lord and your Master is going to come again. If you are serving Him, if you are serving God, keep your mind no matter how long it will take, my Lord is going to come. If He does not come, one day I will come to Him. Pag hindi siya dumating, ako ay uuwi sa kanya. In any way, either way, I will meet my Lord. Sigurado yan. Kung hindi siya darating at tapos ng buhay mo, 
ikaw ang uuwi sa kanya. Magkikita kayo. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? This is what I remind servants all the time. You are going to meet Jesus one day. If you are serving, if you're called to serve, you're going to face Him whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, you will stand before your master and you will give account of what did you do with your life. Kaya sinasabi niya dito, I tell you the truth. Totoo to. Hindi tayo binobola ng Diyos. Sabi niya, Blessed are the servants whose master finds when he returned they are still working. I tell you the truth, sabi ni Jesus Christ, that master will let his servants sit down and the master himself will serve them. In other words, Jesus will honor you. But you've got to have faith. You have to believe. You have to trust God that He's going to come and He's going to, you are going to stand before Him. If He does not come in my time, and my time runs out, I will go to Him. Amen? You have to have faith. Or, balik natin, you have to be faithful. What does faithful means? Anong ibig sabihin ng taong faithful? That person is full of faith. He trusts God. No matter how difficult helping others and serving others. I know I'm doing this for my God. I love my God. I'm doing this for Him. And one day, one day, He's going to ask me about what I did. And I don't want to be ashamed. Ayokong pumunta sa Kanya at nahihiya ako. I don't want to face my Lord na hiyang-hiya ako sa sarili ko. I want to face Him na talagang nag enjoy ako sa sarili ko kiss ko ta siya, kiss ko siya, embrace ko talaga siya, walang hiya. Because I have kept my faith and I have served Him until the end of my life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Naintindihan niyo ba ako? Parang lalim ng iniisip niyo, ano si Father John? <laughs> okay? When I was with the Bishop Ricardo, yung house of bishops nila sa Gimaras, I was privileged, he invited me to come. Kasi doon sa, sa Gimaras, uh, magmi-meeting yung mga bishops. And he said to me, Father June, can you help me? Pwede mo ba akong tulungan? I mean, pag sinabi ng bishop yan, pwede kitang tulungan. Pwede ba? Anong sagot dyan? Pag-isipan ko muna, hindi, hindi ko na pag-inag-iisipan. When he invited me to come and help him, I said Yes. For me, it was my joy to be of service to Him. Ang tagal ko na sa antike. And I'm serving people there. And this is the only time I can serve my bishop. This is just before the pandemic, bago lang nag-pandemic. So I went to Gimaras, and I set my mind to be of service to Him. To serve Him, I have to serve His guests, the other bishops. So, kung gigising yung bishop natin ng 5 o'clock in the morning, dapat gising na ako ng 4 o'clock. Why? Because I have to make my devotions, 
and make coffee for him. Gusto ko pagising ng bishop natin, pagising na pagising niya, may kape na siya. So kung alas 5 siya magigising, I set my alarm on 4 o'clock. So problema ko lang one time, 4 o'clock ako nagising, paglabas ko nagkakape na yung bishop natin. Sabi ko, bishop, bakit ka na nagkakape? Eh sabi niya, eh, kailangan na magkape. Ano oras ka nagising? Alas 3. So, following day, I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Gumising ako ng alas dos kasi akong titimpla ng kape niya. So, paggising niya, 3 o'clock in the morning, ang yabang ko talaga, sabi ko, your coffee, sir? Sabi ko, oh, okay ah. <laughs> then, usap na kami, itong misa, ganito. Sabi ko, don't worry about the mass. After coffee, after your coffee, I will take care of the church. Aayusin ko yung, yung, yung chapel for your mass. So I, I served him at that time. So one time, nagdi-dinner yung mga bishops. I set the table for them. Meron namang mga brothers doon sa trapist monks na tumutulong sa akin. So sinat ko yung table nila, si primate na kaupo dyan, Bishop Raimundo, Bishop Ariel, and Bishop Paulino was there. So I set the table for them. Linagyan ko pa sila ng hand sanitizer gel sa table, just in case gusto mo na mag... So kompleto yung table nila. And where did I stay? I stay two tables away. Doon ako nakaupo sa isang malayo sa kanila. And I'm waiting on them. So nung kumain na sila, sabi ng mga bishop, oh, kain ka na. Sabi ko, no. This is my job. Itong trabaho ko, not to eat with you, but to serve you. Nakatayo ako doon. So abang kumakain sila, nagkikwentuhan sila, nakita ko tapos na yung kain nila, kuha ko na yung dessert nila. Lagay ko yung dessert nila, I took their plates off their table. Sabi ko, sir, gusto niyo ng wine? Sabi niya, meron ba? O, meron akong nabili. Kasi ako humahawak ng budget nila. So, binili ko rin sila ng wine. And I moved away from them. Doon ako nakaupo sa isang table. Then, one of the bishop, siguro joke lang naman, sabi niya, waiter, waiter. Sabi sa akin, waiter, waiter. Bishop Ricardo did not like that. Sabi niya, he's not a waiter, he's a priest serving us. So narinig ko yun, pero <clears throat> okay lang naman eh. Eh yun ang trabaho ko the day eh. waiter ako that day eh. I don't mind, I don't mind being called a waiter, I don't mind, it's okay. Bishop Ricardo came to my table and sabi niya, Father June, sit with me at the table. Doon ka umupo sa tabi ko, doon tayo sa lamesa. I would like you to eat your dinner in my table. Alam mo, yung puso ko, tumaba talaga. Nagkaroon ako ng heart enlargement at that time. Nag-enlarge yung heart ko. Sabi niya, you sit at my table and you dine with me. In as much as I wanted to, talagang honored na honored ako. Ang sabi ko lang sa kanya, Bishop, I came here to serve. Let me do my work first gawin ko muna yung trabaho ko. I want to serve and wait on you. Yan ang mission ko ngayong araw na to. And the bishop said, okay, understand. Sige, go ahead. But anytime you want to eat, punta lang sa table. Sabi ko, yes. You see, that is how God would honor us one day. 
Si Bishop Dick pa lang yun, tumaba na yung puso ko. Imagine if Jesus would do that to you. Imagine when you enter heaven at pagkakita ni Lord sa'yo, sabihin, Josel! 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 Ang daming anghel doon, ang daming Pope, ang daming obispo doon na nakaupo sa table ng Diyos. Pagpasok ni Josel, Josel! 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 Siguro parang matunaw si Josel. <laughs> Mali Iyak ka niyo, may nakareserba iyak mo. Because of her faithfulness, serving God, even if people do not see, God can see. Amen? And yun yung pinag-aawayan ng mga disciples, sabi na, ako upo sa right, ako upo sa left. Sabi ni Lord, hindi. Nakareserve yan. Kanino kaya? The one who would sit at the right, at the left, it's still reserved. Amen? Now, hindi ko naman sinasabing nagnanais akong umupo doon. <laughs> but would it be nice one day if God will just call you and say, sit down with me. I would like you to be here. You see, that is what He will do to someone who will faithfully serve Him to the very end of your life. Amen? Two things, do not be afraid. Number two, be ready always to serve God. Please stand.